Welcome to Reading for Success. This is a special episode. My name is Kristen Hare, and I'm the host of Reading for Success. And today I'm joined by Jim Callback, who is the author of the Jobs to be Done playbook that we've been reviewing for the past few weeks. Jim, welcome to the show. Hi, Kristen, and thanks for having me again. So I have a few questions for you, just mostly about your process around this book. What inspired you to write the book in the first place? Yeah, I've been looking into the topic for over a decade and a half, 17 years or something like that. I calculated since I first came across Jobs to be Done. And I had been reading a lot about it. I had been tinkering with it, trying to integrate it in my own work for quite a while. Uh And then I spun up a workshop around it. I just became interested in it and thought others could benefit from it and started to teach it at conferences and things like that. I'd be one of the workshop options until I had not only enough material, but also a center of gravity on a perspective that I had around the topic. And after all that kind of exploration and teaching, I felt that I was at a point where I could just put it down on paper for folks then to have that pinpoint, you know, that center of gravity there, the book that folks can hopefully appreciate but also then lead to further conversations like the one we're going to have. Yeah. Well, so you did an interview that's a little longer with me for Strike Deck Radio a few weeks ago. And one of the things you mentioned on that interview is that this book isn't really designed to be read cover to cover, which I learned the hard way while I was doing all of the reviews. So how do you recommend that people approach this book? Yeah, in terms of reading, that's a good question. I mean, I wrote the book kind of the way that I read business books. Okay. I don't read business books like you might a, a fiction book or a novel. I will typically read some of the front matter and the first couple of chapters to understand what it's about. Yeah. Because t- typically, business writers will kind of put their main thesis out and their framework out in the first couple of chapters. Uh-huh. And then what I'll do is I'll poke in the other chapters, right? I'll dip in and out, maybe yeah. even look at the table of contents and say, oh, I'm going to jump to that chapter. That's how I approach business books. I generally don't read business books from beginning to end. I like to understand where the information is more than read it all at, in, in one sitting, so to speak. So I kind of wrote the book that way. The first two chapters, I think, are critical, and they give yeah. an overview of jobs to be done. And then after that, it really is a playbook. So I, I use the word play for a technique or an exercise or an activity that you can do using the jobs to be done framework. And each one is almost self-contained. So you can kind of dip into any one of them and then dip back out. Most of the book is of that nature, where it's more of a reference type of uh, reading experience. And then the last chapter, the problem with writing the book that way is the last chapter is also something you should read. So don't skip the last chapter. Yeah. You know, when I was reading it, I found looking at it through a customer success lens, really chapter six was the one where there's the most content, I think, for that kind of a function. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think the beginning, chapter six, and then the end are where people could focus their time you know, as a customer success professional, get a lot of value from the book. I'd agree with that. I do cover a lot of ground in the book. I used to be in product design myself. I've worked for innovation teams here at Mural. I was on our, you know, executive team. So I can see things also from a leadership perspective. But of course, I also ran our customer success function for five years here uh, at Mural as well too. And I do have like different lenses that I put into the books. And I think you hit the nail on the head. If you're in customer success, the first two, chapter six, and then the last one. But don't forget the other ones as well, too, because doing jobs interviews and knowing what a job map is is also important, for instance. 
Yeah, yeah. In the episodes we did leading up to this, we looked at all of them and I kind of pointed people towards some of the things in some of the earlier chapters that I thought could be relevant depending on what you were doing. And there was definitely some content in the earlier chapters that would be good for CS as well. So as you were writing, what were your favorite and least favorite parts of writing this book? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, writing a book, kind of like doing a PhD thesis, I guess, as well, too. You have to be passionate about it. For me, it was interesting engaging in the topic and to go out and talk to people. Writing a book is not a solitary activity, by the way. You're engaging with a lot of people, people reviewing, people giving you input as you go along. You're learning from them. You're also reading a lot about each of the topics and learning for yourself, right? So that's always really interesting. For instance, job stories, that's one technique in the book. That's one of the plays, so to speak. And I learned a lot about job stories writing that chapter, right? Yeah. That gives me confidence moving forward and things like that. But writing itself, the problem with writing a book is not learning or having the knowledge. The problem with writing a book is you have to write sentences and paragraphs and they have to roll (laughs) up into chapters and they have to go through an editor and then you have to assemble all the images and then it goes through proofreading. And that's the part that I don't like about it. Yeah. Well, you seem to like it enough that you've done it a few times now. This is what your third. It might be a little sadistic or masochistic. I forget which one it is. I don't know, but I would, I would, uh, you know, some, I always say I would rather pull the teeth out of my head than write. And here I am three books into it, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so that leads me to my last question, which is what are you up to next? So on the heels of the book last year, so the book came out uh, April 7th, 2020. And Uh a couple months after that, I launched a website called the Jobs to be Done Toolkit. It's jtedtoolkit.com. And there we have some online learning. So there's some video modules that you can, um, yeah, at your own pace, you can take a deeper dive into some of the topics. But we also have some live trainings as well, too, live workshops that we do. Every month-ish, maybe every other month, we're doing live trainings, as well as some further resources. So the website allows me to kind of continue developing my practice and resources and thought on the topic of, you know, the book is kind of the book, right? Unless I do a second edition, that's not going to change. So the website's a little bit more dynamic, but it also gave me a chance to take a deep dive into some of the topics. The book really covers a lot of ground. It's a yes. like a, mile, a mile wide and an inch deep, right? And, and yeah. I designed it that way on purpose because I basically wanted it to be a hub of activity. So you might dip into the section on job stories and then I give some references and go learn more about job stories yeah. and then you move to the next one and it's the same kind of similar experience. So the book is really a hub and a spoke kind of configuration around the topic. But on the website, for instance, the learning modules that we have, I go a lot deeper into some of the core concepts. And we're planning even more like, how do you do interviews and getting much deeper than I could get in the book, particularly on the core concept. So I cover a lot less ground, but I go much deeper on the website. Got it. Well, thank you for sharing your perspective and thoughts on your book. I loved reviewing it, although it was a very meaty book. (laughs) It took me a while to get through. It's a fun topic to explore for sure. So I appreciate you taking the time to share your perspective on that with our audience today. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, thanks again for having me. I'm really interested in what folks in customer success think about it. How would um, somebody get in touch with you if they wanted to reach out? So on LinkedIn, uh, you can contact me there, connect with me, and then message me there. Or okay. uh, you could go you could go to the Jobs to Be Done Toolkit, so jtbd.com. Or you can just reach out to me via email. It's jim.callback at gmail.com as well, too. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jim. Thanks for having me, Kristen. Kristen.